Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Investigating Mars. Today we will be talking about episode 12 from season 1, Clash of the Tritons. I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Malika. I'm Naomi. I'm Yvette. And unfortunately, we have no guest today, which we will explain because I'm sure it will come up during the course of the episode. <laughs> This episode we have recorded once before, and we had a guest, and the recording, I it was possessed, I really don't know. And unfortunately, during that recording, we were missing Naomi, and so she's here now. Yay! Yay! Welcome back! <laughs> Even though you were never gone to, to anybody yeah. else. <laughs> That's right. I hope we missed you, but we missed you. Yes. The rest of us will be like, I feel like I've said this before, and Naomi won't have to feel that way, and neither will the listeners, so that's good. <laughs> and, and I have enough crazy theories that you haven't heard yet, so I'm sure that we'll, we'll just go off in its, its own direction. Oh, all and... right. But everybody else has to repeat theirs, because remember, <laughs> the listeners didn't hear them. I know, um, and now I'm like, can I recreate the magic? Because I had some crazy ones, too. You maybe. did. You, you had some good ones. <sighs> the there, there's only one piece of magic that we'll not be able to re recreate, so I'm just throwing it out there now, is when uh, we originally realized that um, uh, Aaron Eccles was Perseus. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, the Perseus. And then we went off a nice yep. tangent looking for hair. Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> that's looking all that will be and... <laughs> He was indeed per Perseus from Clash of the Titans, mm -hmm. for all yes. of you who want to yep. know. Yes, so just to bring that together with this episode. That, that, that yes. was the one with the mechanical owl? That is right. true. Yeah. Yep. And he ran around in his little oh toga. Yep. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. <sighs> All right. Let's get to our episode description. Veronica finds herself the target of a setup when a secret underground society within Neptune High begins planting evidence to get her in trouble. Meanwhile, Veronica learns new information about Lily's murder by eavesdropping on private conversations and Aaron Eccles becomes concerned about his wife. Con really? That's, that's what they chose to take out of this episode. Okay. He was, he was certainly very concerned about his wife, that's for sure. Oh, you could yeah. see it on his face. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he was acting. Or was he? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so... <sighs> Our A-plot is uh, the whole case with Rick and the Tritons. The B-plot is the counselor talking to people about Lily's murder. And the C-plot is the fallout in the Eccles family. And I will say it that the B-plot with the counselor, oh my gosh, and hence theories, B and C together. <laughs> yes. So many theories. And once again, we have to get through the A-plot before we can get there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, kind of like this episode, this A-plot for me was super predictable, you know. Um, yeah. I felt like I knew everything, not everything, because I'm not omniscient, but there was so many so many points in this um, episode that I kind of knew what was going to come out of the character's mouth. Like, I knew that it was yeah. that Rick was going to blame Veronica even before they did a close-up on his mouth, which is really weird. Um, yeah, I, and just the fact I that he was more involved. I actually marked down, 
like the as soon as I saw the sheriff in there, I was like, okay, Veronica's getting blamed for something. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know what it is yet, but she's getting blamed for something. Anytime you see that officer with a mustache, you know that Veronica's getting blamed for something. Do the porn stash. Do we not know his name? I have no idea. He's just porn stash guy. <laughs> or hipster dude. I haven't figured out which one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He was a hipster before it was cool. Right. Yes. He was never cool, Naomi. <laughs> Okay, so in this A-plot, um, Rick, uh, we find out, left his friend Tim at the ER uh, drunk, and he is in a coma. He blames Veronica for the fake ID that uh, they both had, um, and the blank fake IDs, along with other fake IDs, are found in Veronica's locker, and she is arrested and suspended. I love the fact that she's a massage therapist. Places <laughs> massage. What case? I, that's, what I <laughs> that's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. And we she also a... had she also had Lily's license. She did. Well, she used that before. Yeah, we we knew that. That was yeah. um, from the I don't parking remember ticket. which one, but when she picked up the parking ticket. Oh yeah, that's in right, Lily's that's name. Right. So we knew that she had that one, but the. The massage therapist. I I can only imagine mm-hmm. the case that she used that for. We need a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think our imaginations are a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> so many places you can go. Right. And then they take poor Veronica out in cuffs. I mean, obviously, you know, he didn't have to do that, but of course, he needs to make a point. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and embarrass her. Yes, and Logan. Jerk loves it <laughs> yeah. and, and the people pulling out their can't not not iphones not cell phones but actual cameras uh-huh. to take pictures it's like oh Nobody yes carried a camera on i know <laughs> remember those <laughs> I mean, yeah yep we're going back almost 10 years here <laughs> oh wow yeah but okay. neptune's in a time warp so everybody has cameras no, <laughs> and they probably have film too. <laughs> I miss film. Yeah, I miss film sometimes. Okay, so um, we see Cliff because Veronica Yay, calls him. Cliff! I was so more happy Cliff. when he showed up. <laughs> we need more Cliff. We need more Cliff. He needs a bigger role. <laughs> yeah. Spin off with Cliff. <laughs> Well, now that we've got sure. the movie, we're planning all sorts of other spinoffs. We might as well add Cliff to the mix. <laughs> His spinoff will just be called With Cliff. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Veronica um, finds out that Rick is the one who blamed her, and she doesn't even know him. So he tells her that the Tritons are the ones who told her, told him to blame her. And that he was pledging, he tells her about the Tritons and blah, 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 and meets her in her underground car. I, and... I, th- <laughs> I, I think you can just kind of, you know, cut down, you know, everything that Rick says to, he lies. Right. So... <laughs> yes. Yep. yes. Which brings me to my point that maybe Naomi will find interesting because she hasn't heard it before, um, that you can't always trust a flashback. Because we see Rick flash back to 
them giving him a note with Veronica's name on it. And that's a lie. Mm-hmm. Everything. He, he, he's a lie. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so we can't trust. Now, is this the first time we've seen someone else flashback? Um, no. In Echo's Family Christmas, there was a lot of it because they were each telling Veronica their stories. Yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But... And we also touched on this before when, uh, what was it, when Veronica was flashing back to her birthday party and her mom. Uh, I can't remember what we yeah, said. Yeah, we sort of, I think you guys sort of said that um, maybe she was remembering Leanne in a better light than was reality. Yeah, because it was like from her perspective as opposed to, you know, yeah, uh, but... uh, an overall reaching perspective. Right. But that is, I mean, the idea of putting some, thinking of someone better than they were or, you know, remembering an event better than it actually happened, that's, that's something that pretty much everyone does. But the mm-hmm. idea of, uh, you know, imagining, try, trying to flashback on something that never happened. Yeah, so basically that's... what we're seeing is Rick's lie, mm-hmm. but... It's it's just an interesting little thing, you know. Just because it's yeah. flashback doesn't mean it's true. Yeah, it's very perspective based. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't like Rick. <laughs> no, <laughs> my mind is still blown. And he's in Revolution, and yeah. I don't like him there either. No, he's just really annoying. When I saw his face, I'm like, I know this face, I know this face, and I don't like this face. Why don't I like this face? And then I remembered where I saw him, and I'm like, yes. blah. And you needed Naomi to tell you where you knew him from. Yes. But... <laughs> She yes, Naomi. There. I had I had to do my own work on that one. Yeah, I had to well, actually I, dig the recesses of my brain because I didn't have you. I was very grumpy. <laughs> I, I, it, would it make you feel better, or I don't know, maybe you'd feel worse of the fact that I watched two episodes of Revolution. And I was like, this Jer- Jericho did it so much better, and I just very sort of true. gave up on it. <laughs> so I wouldn't yeah. have been able to name him anyway. <laughs> well, slightly good, mollified. Then. Slightly mollified. But we missed you. <laughs> we did. Okay, um, the good part of this A-plot is there's lots of Wallace. So much Wallace. So much Wallace. And Wallace being awesome. Wallace. Yes. Yeah, not even like, not even just a lot of Wallace, but like good Wallace. Like good Wallace and Veronica interactions. I no, realized. I, I think I've got three Wallace quotes. Wow. Ooh, we so... might have to fight. Yeah, well, I've got a lot of other quotes too. Okay, good. <laughs> and and I'm I've got one quote that I'm sure no one else has. I'm I would like stake money on it that no one else has it. So. Okay. Right. Yeah, I did you five nickels. Awesome. <laughs> five nickels. <laughs> 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 I'll send you your five nickels through the mail. Yeah. <laughs> um, did did we skip over 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 the part where Rick's in the car and is and. Did we say that already? Um, well, yeah. I think I'm. I think I'm still coming to that. Actually, I sort of went into it and then I I backed up because um, <laughs> Veronica wants Wallace to uh, try and get her a fake ID so that they can figure out where the fake IDs are coming from. And okay. I think that and, this plot is actually pretty good. Yeah, and this scene is Wallace like at his best because it's one of those blink if you'll miss it things. But when Veronica's like. Okay, and if you are, you know, the, with the fake cheerleader says that she'll take 
take you out for a fake seven minutes in heaven. And all of a sudden, you're looking at Wallace's face, and his eyes just sort of flutter closed, and he bites his lips. <laughs> like He's like, yup, and, and I know exactly what I would do, and he's just going through it. And then he's like, oh, wait, what are you saying? Yep. <laughs> he's like, yep, walk me through the scenario a little slower. <laughs> <laughs> That was a very good scene. I, 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 I always enjoy when Wallace is on my TV. And I really like Wallace and Veronica together. The actors have really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They do. I'm not going to ship them because I just I think they're good the way they are. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't want them to get into any sort of hanky-panky or anything, but I, I like for them to, to interact a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good buddy. <laughs> good yeah, buddy yeah, I'm still stuff, Mac yeah. and Veronica all the way, but... Never. <laughs> hmm. I'm right there with you. Cute couple. Okay, now we are uh, under the hot tarp in the California sun <laughs> in a car. Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> in a puffy vest and a turtleneck. Yes, with the car yeah. off, even. And what is... We, we decided this, that this had to be... be um, this is the one that we decided... Was it this one that we decided that was... Um, like switched around in order um, with the Eccles family Christmas or whatever, no, like around that. This one wasn't switched, but it would still be like January. Yeah. It's like, so December. it is, it's yeah. So for Neptune is probably cold. <laughs> what did you say? Like 60? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like somewhere around the 60s. So it's frigid. It was but obviously. A... Go ahead. Yeah. No, it's like she had just, I just did not like her up in this, <laughs> regardless of the, the weather appropriateness of it. It was just not a very cute one. It was obviously very, very cold in that car because Rick was suffering from hypothermia and his lips were purple. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in the car, he kind of breaks down the, the whole thing of what happened. And uh, he tells Veronica that the... The um, Tritons are the people that you would expect. He names six names, and Duncan is the only one that we know. I still, I feel like Logan should be one of them. Yeah, and that was one of my things, like my big head scratcher. And I'm, I'm trying to remember the ages. And so Logan yeah, they, is a year, year no, ahead. He is, no, he is the same age. He's the same. Oh, he's the same. Yes. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I figured that Logan would have been one of the ones picked. And so I was trying to, to think, like, uh, maybe he's, because he's a year ahead, so he was part of the other class and just has, like, dropped his duties as a Triton because of Billy's death or something. But Well, I decided by the end of this this whole episode that any club that has Duncan as a member is really not any kind of club at all. So, I mean, I don't, I think that it's way too cool to be like, uh, it's anything that Logan would be a part of. Like, clearly this is, they, they have really weird outfits and I just don't think that, you know, it's, it's part of what he would be all about. So I'm okay. Ooh, maybe Logan was invited, but he just decided not to join. That's what I'm thinking. Just, I was just going to say that, you know, maybe he was too, too, too cool for the Tritons. He was like, nah, I think yeah, not. Like, <laughs> yeah, this whole like 12, whatever that they have to go through. Like, I don't think that Logan would actually comply with any of that. He seems like he's like, yeah, whatever. On uh, other hand, Duncan, huh? See, he's a glumming. My, my theory on this <laughs> is that these people are like the best and brightest. So they're the ones that are going to go to Ivy League colleges, and they and are overachievers. 
But if they are the best and the brightest, why would they pick Duncan? Well, I know, <laughs> but we have, I mean, he's the student body president. Yeah, he, it he, didn't, he, his dad personality. is. He's only student body president by accident. Well, still. And <laughs> his dad is, like, grooming him for the Ivy Leagues. I mean, he's... Okay, I have to give my quote now. I have to give it, just because you said grooming. <laughs> and, and this is the quote that I'm sure no one else has. It is the display case in the school that Veronica puts the, the camera in. So, December is hygiene month. So... <laughs> And they just have this massive shelf devoted to something. I don't think I even noticed that. <laughs> oh my god! So he said, you know, his dad is grooming him. I was like, so. Well, I mean, Logan's dad is grooming him too. I think to be a mass murderer, though. <laughs> right. You see the difference? Yeah. <laughs> We'll get to that though. Uh, but I, I'm mm-hmm. sure Dun- I'm sure Logan can wash his own hair. Duncan, I'm I'm not too sure of anymore. I think someone has to dress him in the morning. Well, he has meds. I'm sure that the meds help him get you know Dressed. put together. But now you know we, we don't like everything that he's on. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So I so when. Rick's like, you know, misleading everybody, like, well, not everybody, but Veronica with this huge, massive story that, you know, he obviously put a lot of time into. Did he just come up with that story, like, the next morning after he ditched his friend at the hospital and, like, was like, okay, you know, I'm here, it's morning, and uh, I'm going to get in trouble, so I'm going to put this whole elaborate story together, and I'm going to keep on it for, like, weeks at a time. Well, he was motivated, Jimmy. Didn't you hear? Like, she totally made his father not get his bonus. His his (laughs) life is in in ruins, in shambles. So, clearly, clearly he has motivation. Clearly. (laughs) They lost their their car, they lost their house, and, oh, yeah, his parents got divorced. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Everybody else's fault. Mm Mm-hmm. Every, like in this, I just a lot of people are blaming Veronica with stuff that she clearly, she clearly has <laughs> had no part I mean, in. Yeah, I know, seriously, but you know, it's Rick, right? Ugh. Oh, the fact that he they <laughs> named him. This is the obviousness. Whenever you name a character, they keep on saying his name over and over again. Which you know, in this whole series, like we meet people that I mean, what's the the woman who was in the credits who disappeared? Like you know, we don't know these people's it's names. So the fact that Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, the dearly departed Miss Dent. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Never to be heard of from again. But, but like, see, we don't even know her name. And then this guy, this guy gets his name said over and over and over again. And I'm like, okay, clearly he has something to do with the plot. That's not just like a hapless victim. So they should have na- not name dropped as much. I would, it would have been more elusive that way. Hmm. Yep, agreed. So Veronica tries to bring down the Tritons because she thinks that they're the ones going after her. So she goes and sings some karaoke. And this was another thing that I saw coming. It's like as soon as she she was in the middle of reading the note, I was like, I know what song they're going to (laughs) pick. Wow. I was like, "It, it has to be. It just has to be. And yep. 
Okay, everybody, pipe up with your problems with this scene. <laughs> it's horrible. I hated it. Terrible. Oh my gosh. So Naomi, this is where I was missing you because. Okay. Okay. So we we started this, and I was like, okay. And I, this is what I was thinking about you, because I was like, okay, I know she's going to have something to say about her singing. I thought that she had some, like, like growl to her voice, and she sounded good to start off with. And I was like, wow, and she's got the dance moves. And then the editing started. Oh, the editing in this scene. In this yeah. thing. And the repetitiveness of, you know, this, this, this song does have a lot of lyrics to it. But you wouldn't know that. I think that Christian yep. Bilko pulled off this entire song if they had just filmed her. So I have no idea why they did it this way because it just made it awful. And I, I mean, and, and this is, I'm, I'm almost scared to give my opinion after what happened with that episode where <laughs> What's Her Face auditioned and people came out. They're like, how dare you hate her? And she is awesome and wonderful. And um, yeah, actually. I, I, Found out. I found her. Um, I, I went onto YouTube and I found her in another TV series. She was in Leverage as that singer that I didn't like. <laughs> I know so, her in Leverage. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. So I'm okay. Kristen Bell has an amazing voice. I love her voice. I do. I, I just love it. Um, hooray! Yay! Hooray! Woohoo! I I thought. <laughs> Like at the very beginning of this song, I was like, "Oh yeah, this can be Veronica, and she's all kick ass and mean, and she's gonna be like growly and rock and roll." And then it was like she was still channeling Mary Lane, and it was just sort of really cutesy instead. And I was like, "No, no." I would agree with that. I would agree with that because I think that the way she started off with, you know, especially like the whole intention behind this. Um, episode, like this whole song, like she's picking it to like you know pick people apart, and she started off kind of like rock and roll, and like we never see Veronica this way, like we never see her be like, like you know entertaining. I mean entertaining in the sense I think you guys know what I mean, like entertaining yep. and like like she's having fun with it, right? But then she got like the editing happened, and then she started like bopping, and it was just weird. It was just not 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 a good one, and it, it had so much hope. I was like. Uh, it did make me, and it did make me wish for like a once more with feeling kind of thing <laughs> for Veronica <laughs> Mars, but uh, that just might have been me. <laughs> Veronica Mars, the musical. <laughs> yeah, and Wallace would be there, and yeah, but um, <laughs> but yeah, then it just turned into something that I hated, and so uh, an MTV video. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so the potential of this compared to compared to the actual, that's what was so disappointing for me. I think they certainly could have done so much better with that scene. I, I mean, her voice is fine, you know. Uh, I think that it would have been so fun to see her. I was like, the only thing that I could think of why they would cut it like that is because she was dancing horribly maybe or something, and they were like, well, let's just focus on her face because that's all we saw. Yeah, but see, this is this, – and this is – I don't know if it was a directing issue or a choreography issue or what, but if she knew that there were people in that bar who were – Pledging Tritons, the idea of like not just staying on stage and being cutesy and and shaking her hips, but like going in there and be like up to each one of them, I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you, get you. That would have been just awesome. And instead, we got MTV yeah. video. <laughs> not, no, not even. It's like late night Canadian music channel video. 
Not even MTV video. Ooh. What, what was That's the... harsh, man. <laughs> That's way harsh, Ty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the, uh, what was that uh, Club MTV? Is that what it was? With Wubba Wubba Wubba, Downtown Julie Brown? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, something like that. Where they would kind of flash to all the different dancers real quickly and have the weird cuts. <laughs> totally. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going for. That's what I'm going with. They were, they were going off of uh, Club MTV. Or spring break or something. Okay. <laughs> okay. Alright, so the other bit of Veronica directly linked to the Tritons is uh, she ends up in her trunk and has to have Wallace come and okay. rescue her. I-, I had issue with this. I was like, why? Why would they put her in her own trunk? If they're going to scare her and tie her up and then put her in her own trunk. Why? They just Why needed her, her to be out of the way. Yeah, I think that it was nothing more than that. I think that because they left her with her phone and everything, so they. Yeah. I mean, they're just a couple of kids, you they know. They don't want to harm her. Yeah. They just didn't want her to be around for the. The initiation. It just yeah. so stupid. It seems so pointless. Yeah, I think, but I just think they wanted it out of the way and just to give her a scare. Like I really don't think it was anything more than that. I was okay with it because of the cuteness of her calling Wallace and <laughs> from from her car, and he's like talking about um, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she answers him. She's like, she's like, yeah, <laughs> like blah blah blah. <laughs> no, awesome. never mind me. I'm just locked in a yeah, trap. Sure, yeah, we can no have this problem. conversation. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, so then she. They figure out that uh, something's going on in the school, and so she goes in and catches the Tritons during their weird robed initiation ceremony, and uh, gets all their pictures and runs away. (laughs) Now, we had, there was someone on the Facebook page who asked me to call upon my awesome powers of movie memory (laughs) for all of the different scenes of, of you know, the the hooded, robed initiation. And, um, of course, the first thing that came to mind was uh, just because I I love this movie and I've been watching it on repeat way, way, way too many times. But Pitch Perfect did one of those. Ah, yes, yes, um, yes. And, and I couldn't think of anything beyond that because Pitch Perfect is awesome. And every time I think about it, I have to go rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I went on to... I, I, I took my time in my own hands and uh, went on to tvtropes.com and they do not have a trope for the, the, the hooded secret society, but they do have one for the secret society group picture. So I don't know if this would fall under it, but (laughs) you get the evil league of evil. And as soon as you make it, you have to have that commemorative picture taken. So I'm I'm sorry that I failed you. That was the closest I could get. <laughs> yes, and we came up with Buffy, which two. there are actually at least two instances. Yes, uh, Gilmore Skulls. Girls. Yes, Gilmore Girls. We talked about Chilton and <laughs> Ringing the and, Bell. Yeah, and Skulls, the movie. Yeah, Skulls, Skulls. The movie, which I don't think there were robes, but there was a secret society. Well, I mean, in the initiation, when they were, I mean, actually in the that chamber or whatever they had robes that's and right. stuff. it's been so long since i've seen that movie <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it's one of my guilty pleasures i'm i, I just love joshua jackson i know anything so. with joshua jackson it's great <laughs> uh, oh 
crush on him back in the day. Oh. I still yeah. do. <laughs> yes. I don't think I've seen Fringe. I don't think mm-hmm. I've seen. Oh, Fringe. Oh my God! Don't tell me I you haven't watched Fringe. fringe. <gasps> I've never seen Fringe. Oh my God. Okay, I, there's. I know there's an intro cast and a, there a is observer, observer cast, cast. Mm-hmm. and it's that. Yeah, the show gets past season one, and you'll be fine, and you'll be loving it. Get past I, season one. I well, quit season after very... season one. Yeah, yeah, season, season one's, one's very... harsh. It's very X Filesy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like X Files wannabe, so it's even the worst. But um, actually, you know, because I'm watching X Files along with Intro to X, um, actually, <laughs> I, I I can't even see that because I actually like French better. Don't tell them. <laughs> um, like this, will, this, this will never get out. I know, but. Um, never. Yeah, so um This is a super secret society that we have going on right, right here. Nobody yeah. else I think here. Exactly. We're all wearing robes. Right. Um, so, <laughs> so far free season two for Fringe, um, versus season two of X Files. I mean I'm only a little bit into season two of X Files, but Fringe is definitely better. Because I can and they just do away with the whole case of the week kind of thing. So really try 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 season two, Jimmy, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Because it really uh, takes a turn. I'll yeah. add it to the list, but mm-hmm. the list is long. Yes, I know the list is wide. The list is long. It's like the Amazon. Somewhere in Fringe, uh, Philip Winchester shows up, and he is just all kinds of yummy. So, yeah, I, I've I've watched all of his bits from Fringe. They are all up on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Veronica goes to the sheriff's station and waits for the bad guy to show himself with a box of donuts from donuts and sheriff <laughs> lamb yes and sheriff lamb oh oh yeah. sheriff lamb oh um, sheriff lamb he's yeah. so incredibly terrible like he's like i thought he was actually going to be somewhat competent but then he turned out he wasn't it was a lie oh nope. right yeah, I know. There, there, there's no competency. Uh, comp- I'd like to buy a vowel. Yeah. <laughs> he's, I don't. He's, he's not competent. <laughs> no, he's not. And I, I don't know why I thought he was going to be. I was just fooling myself. But at the beginning of this, I was like, "Oh, look, he's doing detect." Oh no, 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 he's not. Never no. mind. <laughs> no detective work involved. Yes, exactly. Just yeah. blind accusations. It's fun. So this thing with the with the money is one of my favorite things ever yes don't it's uh, clever no, no quote no quote no quoting <laughs> not quoting just a thing with the money just saying yeah it's awesome yes it makes me happy yep uh-huh. and, and the fact that it it wasn't here rick look at this and you tell me what it says over there the fact that lamb read it was just yes. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. that's perfect and, now, the fact, and by doing this, she brought him in, and there is no way that Lamb can, like, ignore figure it. out exactly. There, he can't ignore it. It's it's right in front of his face. <laughs> it's written on his money. Even for him. Yeah, even for him. Yep, no getting around it and getting Veronica. <laughs> First time around, I actually, I did not, on, you know, initial watch, I did not think that Rick was lying as much as he was i i thought i i really thought that the tritons did have were were the people who were uh making making this happen uh i really didn't know that it was rick that was doing the fake ids but 
but you know, I'm I'm a sucker, so. <laughs> well, I didn't well, I, get it either. And I thought I I knew that he was in on it, but I thought he was it was part of like he was working with them. So I, you know, like I did think that they were involved, but I did I did think that he was doing it on behalf of them as well. Mm-hmm. So, rather than trying to bring them down. Yeah, exactly. I, I was definitely like double crossing the Tritons or something, but I couldn't figure out exactly what was going on. But I knew he was involved. But no, he was just being a whiny bitch. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's me. Yeah, yeah he was. Ugh. It was You're the really, worst. It was a really devious plan, if you think about it. Like he's trying to, he's trying to get back at this person and this person and this person all at once. Now, but was it actually a devious plan, or was it just okay? I need to blame someone. Who do I hate? Um, um, um. Oh, I just passed Veronica in the hall. I'll blame her. <laughs> because well, he did she's... have to stash the yeah. I, and, and it's all because of the embezzlement, mm-hmm. <laughs> which just. <laughs> yeah, but if his friend hadn't gotten alcohol poisoning, then they would have just kept on making IDs and made money and then graduated school eventually. And why Maybe? didn't anybody why didn't anybody question any of these people at the bars? Like how many people were there? Were there 12 of them or where is it just the two of them or not 12, 6, however many were the initiates? Because um, they went to twelve, well, eleven bars. Well, and... th- but it was only him and his buddy, because they weren't actually initiates. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Why didn't like didn't anybody go to like these bars and say like, oh, you know, like there would have been a group of six people, and they were like, oh no, it was just two. Uh, yeah, but, but the yeah. police didn't know that About Rick the was trying to tie in with, with the Tritons, so they were only looking for two kids. And Veronica didn't go and question the bars. Well, she should have. You tell her, Jimmy. Lamb took his her fake ID and her license to be a massage so therapist. <laughs> okay, anything else on A-plot? Duncan should never sing again. Oh yeah. my god, Duncan. Okay, I, I finally, there was dialogue from Duncan that I liked. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. The part where he just said random words. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is the best thing that you have ever said, Duncan. I know. That's I can the, actually the believe most you. Interesting thing that has ever come out of your mouth. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't he doing that thing where you have to use every letter of the alphabet in the sentence? I, I don't know what he was doing. I, I think so. I, I mean, think he that's did, what it was. That was the sentence that he used, but uh, but. It, why he was saying that sentence, I, I have no idea. I think maybe that was part of what they had to do there. They could only talk like that. Well, obviously. Like, cause... pretty much there. Or, or maybe things... everyone else just got annoyed with him and only he had to talk like that. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like their, their tasks that they were required to do were just kind of silly and fun. So it, it actually makes sense on Rewatch that, like... No, they weren't out drinking at all these bars. They were doing, like, silly things. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. This whole society, but, again. But then you're trying oh, to apply oh, logic. Oh, oh, oh. Right. Tritons and... are lame. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we will end the A-plot on that note. The Tritons <laughs> are lame. <laughs> <laughs> and our B-plot is a lot more interesting because Miss James is 
calling in everyone who had something to do with Lily Kane because she like got funding to study them. Okay. See, this really bothered me. This is so unethical. Um, You know, I mean, at first I was confused because I wasn't sure why she was bringing this up now. And then when I, then I think, you know, uh, in the last, um, you know, missing episode, um, people just advised me that she had a study, which made me irate. I mean, because it's like she's preying on these students that about their grief. It's like such a super, it's just a super like a sensitive subject. And so not only is it like for her own purposes, but it's also dredging up like a lot. And she's not, I think we mentioned this on the last time, she's not counseling them. She's just doing this for her study. So she's leaving them with all these emotions without really counseling them elsewise mm-hmm. and helping them. Yeah. She's, she's, she's pretty making things worse. Yes. You but, fail as a counselor, you're making things worse. Right. <laughs> you're making it worse. But basically, <laughs> it's just an excellent plot device so that we can get lots of information out of these people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And Yay it was for a fan- plot devices. Yes. Right. Fantastic plot device. Exactly. <laughs> we love the plot device. We hate the the study. Yeah. <laughs> and I never liked her much anyway, so I guess it doesn't hurt my impression right. of her. Exactly. Uh, so Veronica switches out the stapler in her office so that she can hear what people are going to say. Yep. And our first person in the chair is Weevil. And he tries to play off his grief for Lily, but there was a letter that Lily wanted to get out of Weevil's PE class, which she had given to Miss James, which I find weird. But, um, and so this is where Veronica finds out about Lily and Weevil. And we also find out that Lily went back to Logan. Well, she had given the letters to a counselor woman that has a name and um because she needed proof that she that she had was having trouble with somebody in her class so that she could switch the class Mm -hmm. that that was why she gave her them right yeah i know there's a reason it's just a weird i don't yeah (laughs) yeah and like those those letters did not sound like weevil at all i'm sorry that just was like badly written fanfic weevil is completely out of character do not accept. <laughs> it's really Weevil. mean to, like, yeah. read those to Weevil. Like, that's that's that seems really unethical to me to like be like, oh, really? I know what you wrote to Lily. Yeah, I know. And practically thing? calling him a creeper is like, yeah, yeah. it's Stop just creeper. Uh, if yeah. you had read those letters, you would think whoever wrote them was a creeper because I'll be there in the shadows forever and always. Uh, yeah. I know, but you don't make a student feel like he's a creeper. It's not like he's on um, trial or anything. <laughs> You know, not yet. I mean, I think though the the out of character bit about it it goes. It it plays to to the idea that Weevil, when he was with Lily, was not Weevil. I mean, Mm -hmm. he 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 was a different person with her. It's kind of like you know how he says, you know, like I could have loved her or or. Uh, I'm not real sure what the what the exact quote was, but I mean, you're totally it. It's totally removing um, that facade of Weevil, and you're seeing uh, something that he probably doesn't ever show to anybody else. So the out of character bit, I can kind of sidestep around and be like, all right, I can, I I can get it, you know. But it, I I don't know. That's all. 
<laughs> why do you have to be so sensible and make me understand these wacky stuff points? <laughs> it's my job. That's right. <laughs> oh. But I'm coming from a very emotional space where I'm just like, I don't like it. Even though it may, yeah. it may sound sensible, I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Still don't like it. So my real problem with the letters, though, is wouldn't she have handed those over to the police after Lily was killed? She should have, right? Well, I'm sure she What's... had made copies of them for herself to keep and, you know, and give to everybody because or... she's very ethical. Right. Or, or was she somehow, like, actually, you know, keeping client-doctor confidentiality, client-random school-teacher yeah, confidentiality? But I, was like, but I was like, she's not a patient. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you have that with school counselors, no. do you? No, you do not. No. I'm, I, I can tell you from experience, you do no. not. Okay, <laughs> school counselor can tell your parents whatever they want to. Uh, and they are actually, um, they have to. Yeah. Okay. So, so may- maybe she's just being all around bad at her job and completely true. like <laughs> forgot the letters and was just like until she whatever. Them back out for this. I'm just gonna go drink another bottle of red wine and. It's my- <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, student got killed, and I think there was some sort of letter about a problem she was having with a boy, but yeah. I'll watch another episode of Sex in the City. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Second student is Logan. And he tells Miss James that he and Lily were together since junior high, off and on. Um, They were not together at the time of her murder. And we learn more about Logan's animosity toward Veronica. Well, and, and also his fondness for Veronica. Okay, because this is this this is me. I'm I am becoming a Logan Veronica shipper. I really am. Um, yeah. So there's the scene where he goes. He's like, Veronica was my friend too, and I'm just like, oh! and then you shoot to Veronica and her reaction, and it's just like the best. And so I really think that not only is Logan missing Lily, but he's missing the fact that he lost that friendship as well. Yeah, no, he's definitely, I mean, there's the, there's, you know, the high level animosity that he has for Veronica, but there's also, not only did he lose Lily, you know, he also lost Veronica as well. And we have seen from the flashbacks and stuff like that, that, that he and Veronica were actually, you know, good friends, you know, they were close. And so in, in one fell swoop, he lost, you know, his girlfriend and, you know, his best girlfriend, you know, all in like one swoop. And then Duncan goes on to even more meds. So it's like he lost his best friend as well. Mm -hmm. Mm, For sure. Yeah. Poor Logan. Logan yeah. needs a hug. I volunteer. Logan always <laughs> needs a hug. He has to live with his father. So, so this was interesting because I am um, okay. So we felt really bad because he has that face, right? That Logan face. Yes. That that, that that's super. You know, he's the Logan face. Everyone knows puppy. what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's yes. got the puppy yeah, dog. Like, yeah, like somebody stole his puppy dog and then like told him he was a bad boy and <laughs> put him in a corner and whatever. Um, and Nutty actually said that she found him really annoying. <laughs> So I I realized that I, I think I'm this... glad that we weren't on the same recording together. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but I can, but, but just to, to, you know, support her, like in a way it's like, if it keeps on going this way, like if he keeps on, like if it, it gets even more and more blown out and he keeps on becoming like the poor boy and if they keep on, if, if they just, um, kind of, what is it? If they exploit the fact that he has this face, (laughs) (laughs) I think that I would find him eventually annoying in that regard. But right now, because it's like so subtle, we don't see too much of it and it's like very well written. When he gets to show the face, I'm I'm completely, yeah, I'm completely I'm, on the Logan Logan train. And, and I'm skipping a little bit into the C plot here, but when Logan does go like psycho Logan, that face is really awesome too. So he's not just poor puppy dog Logan. He has he has he's range. Also, yes, he's he's also got I, I'm going to kill you, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Did he but kill yes. Willie? So. Lily told Weevil that she was going back to Logan, but Logan told the counselor that he and Lily weren't back together. Well, well they weren't a break. Yeah, I, so <laughs> Lily was, you know, on and off with Logan for a while, and then during one of her off periods with Logan, she got together with Weevil. Yeah. Dumped Weevil, went back to Logan. Yeah. Sometime later, yeah. she and Logan had the fight, Logan went to the party, Kissed the girl. You know, just it was just a path. Lily dumped him, then she got murdered. So it wasn't like she left Weevil for Logan and was murdered immediately. It's just there there was time in between. I approve of that timeline. (laughs) (laughs) It's one that actually makes sense. (laughs) Okay, lastly, uh, is Duncan. And this one I think is one of the most interesting. So, the best. Yes. So he uh, he has stopped his meds, but only the antidepressants. <gasps> he is still taking the old standbys for episodes, and he does not remember the day or days surrounding the murder. Three days. He okay. Three days. Yeah. So I was um I was seeing that. You know, before I saw this episode, I was thinking to myself, Self, you always are, like, (laughs) super into Duncan as the killer. And, like, that's all I keep on saying. So I was, like, starting to bore myself about, like, the fact that I always just think he's a killer from day one. So I was like, why don't we entertain other people, you know? Just just for the sake of it, let's entertain other people. And so I said that before I sat down to watch this episode. I was thinking to myself, I should just come up with alternate theories. And then I watched this episode. And it's as if the universe said... Malika, <laughs> Duncan is the killer. <laughs> but, what? but Duncan is the pawn. Yes. So you have to yes. find out who is moving him. Yes. Okay, so that's what you agree. have to entertain other theories for. And so I less. have a theory. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> We're not there yet. Or I'm not there yet. We have to leave you in suspense. That's so, he's, so, so he's got standard drugs that from episodes. Antipsychotic medical medicine. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I mean, personality changing medication or something. So, because I knew it could be just the antidepressants. Antidepressants are like pretty, you know, whatever. But we don't know what other, you know, like what what is he? What's his disease? Maybe and he how- just has asthma. Yeah, we I don't know. know. <laughs> 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 we really I mean, have no clue. And how long has he been taking these other suites of drugs? Like, has it been like, 
you know, since well before the murder or, you know, right before, <gasps> or, you know, like, because there's like, there's so many questions that can be asked, you know, depending on how long he's been on these other suite of medications. I, it just opens so many doors. Yes. And you know what? Like, remember when they were going through the whole um, prom episode and he said that he was a virgin? Well, we know side effects. Maybe it isn't that he's a sweet guy, as Veronica thought. Maybe it's because he Maybe has he blacks out issues. and violent things. Oh, oh. So I was thinking is, sexual this, dysfunction, this is... but okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, with you. I'm with you, Jimmy. This isn't this isn't a, a film noir. This is gothic horror. We are seeing a remake of Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Yes, and so so now we have not only not only well you know I'm just jumping on the Duncan bandwagon here for just a moment though I don't you know I don't live on this bandwagon so not join only, us join <laughs> us <laughs> not, not only did he kill Lily but he raped Veronica. <gasps> oh, oh, my God. oh, oh, yeah, oh, I know completely, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I will sign up for that. And yeah, yeah but see, I, I think whoever's giving him the drugs is the, is the, is the hand behind, you know, his fist. So I have a feeling that like there is someone, there's someone, you know, because he's just not smart enough, or like <laughs> at all, like, you know, I don't know, he's not interesting enough. To be the the brains behind the plot. That's why he takes the drugs. Yes, exactly. The the, the drugs, you know, calm down all of that weird psychotic monster. And just turn him into blah. And so somebody, like, probably gave him a placebo for his medication when they want to unleash him. (laughs) He's Frankenstein. Hulk smash! And I... I think that person is someone that we're going to get to in the C plot. Ha ha ha. Uh-huh. Okay. Perfect segue. Okay. Segue. Yeah. That was my attempt for a segue, people. Very good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks for picking up on it. C plot. Um, there's all this stuff on the radio about, uh, about Aaron, about Lynn. Uh, there are pictures of Lynn pinned to Logan's locker. He gets into a fight. Aaron is proud that his son stuck up for his mother. And there is a disciplinary hearing on Friday. Okay. The fight. I love the fight. Naomi was a happy fangirl, and she got, like, psycho Logan face and the rage, and then the shirt pulled up and showed off the abs. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Everything everything about that fight was amazing and wonderful. Yes, my favorite part of of the fight was definitely the belly fuzz. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. And then Aaron goes to Keith and wants him to figure out who was selling the pictures. Okay, because only his daughter is talking to him. Dun dun dun. And I'm okay. And now maybe this is one of those things where I'm completely miscalculating the age, and I'm thinking that she's an older daughter and is like off in college, but maybe you're going to tell me, no, Naomi, she's like in kindergarten. Well, I'm I don't think tell you anything. Yeah, I, was yeah, like, I don't I think, think anybody's going to be able to answer that question. That's on the, well, one person can, but won't <laughs> <laughs> right now. Her tongue is bleeding. Right. <laughs> 
but yeah, I, I'm definitely interested in this. What what is her name? Trina. 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 I, I'm definitely interested in. And is she is she a full blooded sister? Uh, what is her parent lineage exactly here? <laughs> well, nobody's parent lineage is what we think it is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Trina she was lineage. born She's... out of an egg. <laughs> she is actually Keith's daughter. <laughs> yes. Daughter, and... With Lily. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I think I just made myself sick. And Mrs. Dent. She's Keith and Mrs. Dent's daughter. There we go. <laughs> But Mrs. Dent obviously got fired after after the um, the incident for the uh, election. Oh, when her, her and Jane Lynch were right. No, yeah. it was probably a fight in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, she got fired because she was trying to go through the office to find out information about her long lost daughter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the the fan fiction. <laughs> um. <laughs> This is what happens when we can't read fan fiction. Right, you make up your own. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Although you did get some sent to you, so. We did. That was awesome. Thank you very much. I won't say who sent it because there's the name and the and the writing and stuff. So uh, thank you very much for sending those in. I have been very much enjoying reading them. (laughs) Send more. (laughs) (laughs) Write more than send it. Non-spoilery, Logan and Veronica. Uh, I was down with the Logan and Weevil myself. Me too. <laughs> I, I, I was okay with, yes, the, with the Veronica and Weevil. Um, but yeah, sorry, Slash really doesn't do anything. But Logan, actually, no, it doesn't matter. Logan, any female character. I will be happy with that. I, I'd even go for some Logan and Troy, just saying. Oh, oh evil. Only, oh. only if it's like super post series and it's. Logan finding out that what what Troy did and just going and beating him, <laughs> just beating no, him into a bloody pulp and then walking away. If it's hate sex, I'm all about no, it. No. <laughs> Anyways, you, you okay. hurt the girl who used to be my friend. Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Naomi likes the fights. Yes. <laughs> It was very Although, interesting seeing well, uh, seeing Logan get uh, kind of bullied, you know, because he, he's he's normally the bully. So it was kind of interesting. I, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm jumping back. back yeah, back no, we're going back on track. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> right. Jimmy. You're like. <laughs> sorry. We can go no. on. No, this is becoming our new tangent. Being on track is the new tangent. Wow. <laughs> Tra-la-la-la. Let's tangent. Tra-la-la-la. <laughs> anyway. We find out that Lynn actually sold the pictures, and Aaron gets very angry. Logan stands up for her. We see Lynn leave. She takes pills and drives away. And at the end of the episode, there is a jumper on the Coronado Bridge, and Lynn's car is there. Yeah. So we decided that she might be alive if her lips are as flotation dice devices. Yeah. Hey, that, that was my joke. I know. Sorry. I didn't know if you'd remember it. Both, both her that lips was a total and her breasts. So be- between those two it's sets, true. she's yeah, she's covered. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so Aaron, Aaron, Mr. Eccles, whatever. Aaron. Yeah. Aaron. Yes, he is. 
like the biggest creepy McCreeperson I have ever seen ever in a television show. I think um, he just the way he treats the women, the way he treats his son, the way he you know is oh it's tearing my family apart. Woe is me! I don't buy it. You're a beep. <laughs> <laughs> You're an ass. There, I can say that part. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Any further thoughts? Um. Well. I, I, this is one of the sort sort of a quote that I put down, but also I didn't have time to do the research on it. But at one point he's like, "Are you trying to turn me into Cosner?" And I'm just, it's like, what happened with Kevin Cosner? That what? And but time ran out, and we had to record, so I didn't get a chance to do any background research <laughs> on what's so wrong with Kevin Cosner. Well, I mean that his girlfriend was selling his taped conversations to the tabloids about there how racist and, uh, oh. uh you oh, know, I didn't about, know that. yeah, that was, it was, I can't remember what her name was, but she was like, she was, she was the person who was leading that march against him. And she was going to the tabloids with all this information about him. Well, I think that's probably what he was referring to. <laughs> 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 Seems similar. <laughs> I think that that Logan Logan like when he stands up to his dad and everything like that like he's he's this close. I know you can't see how close my fingers are, but they're very close. <laughs> they are. <laughs> he's this close to like having. He's gonna snap. He's he's gonna hurt somebody, and it's not gonna be pretty. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, it's time for quotes. Yay! And we don't have a guest. So you guys get to fight it out. Who goes first? La Femme Veronica. I heard it took three officers and a stun gun to haul your butt out of school. I have that one, too. Me too. <laughs> There's I'm a gonna, lot of good ones. I'm going to go with Veronica. Hi, Dad. Their case is fuzzy and circumstantial. Keith. You know the odd thing? Those were also her first words. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have that one. Just Keith. Yeah. Well, I technically already gave my first quote. That's right. So. Yeah, I quoted the display case. That's right, yes. So! Okay, okay Yvette. Okay, mine is Logan. Thanks for getting me out of a calculus test, Becky. <laughs> so that's, I was trying to remember, that's the counselor's name, because Logan kept calling her by her first name. Yeah, except I think she goes by Rebecca, but... Okay, mine's going to be... Hey, Veronica. I need you to get me a fake ID so I can get some fake action from a fake cheerleader. <laughs> His face in that, that scene was awesome. Yeah. Okay. I will go with a Duncan quote. Whoa. Yeah. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. <laughs> I was like, Duncan, that is the best thing you have ever said, ever. <laughs> So, uh, I have another Veronica one. <laughs> hey, everybody, say repressed homosexuality. Click, click, got a boogie. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> oh, and I love how she jumps in the car and Wallace drives away. <laughs> yeah. Anybody going to do it? Any, any... I know, I'm waiting. Come on, guys. <laughs> okay. I've, I'll go again. Um, Wallace. So... I could have just said, blah, 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 blah. 
I like that one too, actually. Yeah. But okay, nobody else is going to do it. I'm going to do it. Lamb. Veronica Mars is smarter than me. <laughs> but then, but then the best part is when she goes, "Oh, you stop it!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I also like Veronica. This is a two hundred and fifty dollar piece of crap. Now I'm not just falsely accused. I'm genuinely offended. Oh, I didn't heard... write that down because I thought somebody else was going to do that. That's one of my favorite ones. Uh-huh. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that's actually one of my favorite parts of that whole kind of storyline there is when Veronica is like, you know, at first it was just she was angry that, you know, somebody blamed her. But then she was like, not only did they blame me, but they're blaming me for shoddy work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she has a standard. Um, Veronica to Rick. I'll kill you worse. <laughs> that was the best grammatically uh, formed sentence in the whole <laughs> Yes. Yes. I also like um, Veronica. Know any good lawyers? Cliff. I know an adequate one. <laughs> <laughs> I love Cliff. Oh, yes. Okay. This brings us to feedback time. Okay, guys. We have a voicemail and it is from Paul Mackey. Let's hear what he has to say. Hey guys, uh, Paul Mackey here. Um, I was just uh, listening along. I, 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 I'm, uh, I'm catching up to you guys. Um, and I was on Return of the Cane and I had a couple of thoughts. Uh, first off, that uh, with, with Jane Lynch on, I was thinking um, was thinking ahead to Party Down, which of course was uh, was a Veronica Mars joint with uh, Dan Etheridge, the producer, and, and uh, I think Rob Thomas was involved, and uh, of course lots of cast. And secondly, I was also thinking, um, much like you were, uh, that uh, you know it's it's a good thing that the rich and powerful can't conspire to take any elections in the uh, in the U.S. Uh, <laughs> as a whole, because uh, that would that would be unfortunate. Um, and then thirdly. Um, uh, spoiler alert! I mean, not for me, but that's one thing you should have said before, you know, spoiling slings and arrows. Okay. Drop. Slings and arrows intro cast leader, the Ghost Light podcast, and uh, okay, no, I'm not broken up about it. All right. Anyways, uh, I'm not going to do this for every episode as I go along, like I am on enumeration, but. Um, I will get back to you later on about other things. Talk to you later. Bye. Yay. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, uh, Paul. I would say that uh, I'm sorry, but um, I, I guess it would be more in the style of Ellen Banshaw. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. But I just, I had to talk about it because these <laughs> things were important to me. So sorry for caring so much. <laughs> yeah i've actually started watching that show along with them so i'm watched through episode three okay yeah okay we have an email dear vm gang heidi jimmy malika naomi yvette and guest oh guest oh and this thank is you from, this is from marissa sorry I oh this is from marissa before. sorry 
That was for me to do. Thank you all for starting a Veronica Mars podcast. I've been starting. I've been. I started watching Veronica Mars at the beginning of the second season when it was on TV, and I was hugely disappointed, but not surprised when it was canceled after third season. Huh. Watching the second and first seasons concurrently scrambled my brain a bit, but I caught up pretty quickly. I bet she watched it like more than one episode per week. All I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not resentful. Okay. This podcast has given me a reason to break out my DVDs and hear some interesting thoughts on both the main mystery and the character development. I haven't written previously because I wanted to rewatch the episodes and listen to the corresponding podcast before providing feedback. Since I already since I've already seen the show, I love it when one of you hit on something that turns out to be true. Oh, really? Or something really is alive in an alternate timeline and it's going to come back just to screw with everyone's head? Yay! <laughs> Absolutely. And she's her own mother. Um <laughs> I love it when we're, okay, turns out to you, or is something that I miss when I watch the show. My favorite part of the podcast is the quotes and ratings, but it's all, but all of it is great. It's fun to hear what other people talk about. Um, it's fun to hear other people talk about the show um, who enjoy watching it as much as I do. With the movie coming up next year, this will be perfect warm up and keep me excited along with the, all of the movie news that keeps trickling out and none of you newbies are allowed to see for a good long while. <laughs> Do you know if you'll have a chance? I know. I'm like, it's so painful to me. Do you know if you'll have a chance to see all the episodes before the movie comes out? That's what I want to know. Keep it the great work. Marissa in D.C. And Marissa, I am in D.C. as well. So, welcome. Awesome. So, here's what we have to do. (laughs) Thank you, Marissa. Here's what we have to do. We have to start watching four episodes a week. (laughs) Yes. No, and no, the commentaries no. from the DVD. <laughs> there are only 44, 64 episodes of this show. So it's not unreasonable. So we but... only have, and we only have 52 left. Good with the math. That's good. <laughs> so, okay. So, so we have one year. year. Exactly this week, next year, we will be done. Right. And I don't know when the movie's planned to come out exactly, so... If it comes out in May next year, we will be taking long weekends. Like, there will be a time <laughs> we have a long weekend that we do nothing but just watch an episode, record, watch the next episode, record. <laughs> yes, yes. I have some vacation time coming up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so now we're on to the Facebook group. All right, Simone says, Veronica goes all coyote ugly on us. Cool. I love that movie. <laughs> so Tam says, um, this is such a telling episode as we learned so much about the emotions our characters have been hiding. Also, if you didn't already get the idea, don't piss off Veronica. Especially with poor workmanship. <laughs> yeah. This is from Rich. Love this show. Everything about it. Except for the scene in that thumbnail. It was it was a shot like a low it was shot like a low and MTV two music video. Can't say that enough. Okay, yeah. The camera jumping angles and everything was just so cheesy I couldn't handle it. And I'm all about the cheese, but being West Wing being my, my fave, so yeah. This was just wait, too wait. much Where is the cheese in West Wing? I I, I want to know, Rich, where is that? So, oh, see. Kind of, I mean, I besides, besides the big block of cheese that 
Alexander Hamilton or whoever put in the lobby, but I want to know where's the key. <laughs> okay. What's, what's her I'm name watching, dancing I'm... in the basement? I don't know. Hey, I just barely saw that scene. I'm oh, actually sorry. I'm actually watching that for the first time. I'm in season two. Awesome. Yeah, I'm. Okay. I've only just finished season two, so uh, maybe I'll she's you to the to, to Malika and the rest of and Rich. <laughs> This was rich. just this was just too much for me. And Rich, I couldn't have said it better myself. I think we did say it, uh-huh. um, but you said it nicer. The rest of this episode, though, was totally good enough. I had to. I had a lot more to say, but I have no willpower and watch three more episodes the next oh, day. Yes. <laughs> and now I jealous, can't. Bro. Oh, and now <laughs> I can't remember what happened outside the a plot. Oh my gosh, Rich. Ugh. So instead of real thoughts, we're all stuck with this nonsensical comment about how I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do love when princ- the principal finds all of, the- of these fake IDs. Hilarious. I'm in love with her. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Rich, for rubbing the salt in our wounds. Right. <laughs> Three episodes. Okay. <laughs> so this next comment is from Beth. When I watched this, so many episodes of shows set in high school and college where guys pledged to a society in a hooded robe flashed before my eyes. All of them freaked me out, yet I can't for the life of me remember the shows. Help me out investigating Mars. Oh, we touched on this already, and I was sadly uh, unable to come up with anything, Beth. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, we came up with Buffy. Yeah, and Pitch Perfect, which wasn't scary. Um, so yeah, there was. I, I think I'm pretty sure in like the first season of Greek, that they probably at least someone had robes. Probably not that, the the that, Catholics, that, that, but that's another one of those shows that there's a Buffy alum on that uh, I I need to go watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it either, but there's Buffy alum. Uh, Kim says. I love that KB gets to show off her singing chops in this episode. It's fabulous how she just goes for it. I try and conjure her spirit when I'm on stage myself. I love when she catches them and finds out about the super secret society. Good job, Veronica. (laughs) I love secret. (laughs) (laughs) Secret. (laughs) All right. This brings Uh, us to... Well, I just... um... When I first saw this, I was like, okay, when was this filmed? And so I'm thinking that she went directly from Reefer Madness off-Broadway into Veronica Mars. I'm thinking that the timeline could be different, but that that's what I was going with. Very possible. I'm not sure. You're supposed to know these things. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know who she was before Veronica Mars, so... <laughs> I barely knew who she was. In, well, yeah, I really didn't know who she was until the uh, sloth. That's when I really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who killed Lily Kane? Well, we all know that Duncan actually did the deed, but mm-hmm. we're now we just need to find out. It's not who killed Lily Kane. It's who's controlling Duncan. <laughs> so I think that it is Mr. Eccles, because I think. That he had an affair with Lily. And I think that's Ew. her secret. <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> okay, well, here's, here's something that, and this, like, 
I was out just mowing the lawn and I had my headphones in. It was just sort of bopping along to random music. And I'm just going through, I'm like, yeah, mow the lawn. Okay, got to get around the tree. There's that one piece of grass. What if Lily was pregnant? Yes. And I was like, oh, I don't know where that thought kind of came from. But that was like... Naomi, I had the same thought, but then I thought that they surely would have let us know. So you are not crazy. I actually was thinking, what if she's she's pregnant with Mr. Eccles' kid? But then I thought they probably would have like done an autopsy and figured that out. But I like the way your mind thinks. Yeah, I well, like it a lot. And, and I was I was going to the idea of like her mother found out that she was pregnant and that's why she killed her. Or... Well, she had Duncan kill her. Yeah. And then um, uh, Sheriff Lamb covered up the fact that she's pregnant. Yeah, or something. Yeah, or something. Ooh, pregnant wave. with Weevil's baby. Yep. <gasps> yes. that's, that's, that's why I think you're. Or she that's... was a surrogate for Logan and Weevil's baby. When. <laughs> 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 I can't. I can't. I can't top that. I can't, there, there's not one of those theories that I can top at the moment. Um, <laughs> um, uh, something, 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 back up something. Yeah. <laughs> Time travel. We can bring Trina into it if you'd like. I, well, I've, I've been, since I can't watch Veronica Mars, I've been marathoning Sabrina the Teenage Witch, so... Like, backup is actually a witch that's been confined to animal form. <laughs> when he, he, like, got regained his human form and then sort of seduced Lily. And, yeah, so there we go. I'm going to go with, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, with, uh, uh, counselor woman, Rebecca, did it. And that's why, and she was doing it as part of her test um, <laughs> as to how death uh, of a student affects the other students in the school. So she killed Lily just so she could do this whole uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> this whole unethical um, study that she's doing. Unethical for sure. She's unethical. Like uh, she pisses me off. Like Keith can definitely do better than her. Like I'm so happy. Yeah. I actually thought like I wasn't even sure when they first started this episode. I was like, is that the same chick? Because they didn't really refer to it until like later, later when Logan referred to it. But um, Logan was like, you could do better. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, no, I think that uh, brat. She, yeah, she can't. Yeah, he's a brat, but he's such a cute brat with the face, with the face, <laughs> and the teeth, and the and the, and the eyebrows, and the belly fuzz, and the belly fuzz, and the body. The belly fuzz was certainly nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> All right, ratings. All right, I'll go first. I really liked that this episode had Logan and Weevil and Wallace. Of course, we learned that Duncan is on antipsychotic medication, uh, but there was no backup, and the A plot kind of sucked. So, oh, I give it a seven out of ten mystery lockers. Um, I liked this episode. I loved everything that happened with the B and C plot, and it led fed to a lot of my theories. The A plot was okay. I had to take off points for the. The sadness that was the MTV2 video. Um, so I'm going to give it um, 8 out of 10 insecure fake cheerleaders. Insecure fake cheerleaders. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> how, how would I get the, the head cheerleader to go out? How would I do this? 
Well, you should play out her insecurities. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Naomi. IMDb. It helps. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with, um, so obviously no backups, so you lose a little bit there because backup's awesome. Um, I, but all in all, it was a very good episode. The The stuff that was kind of not good about this episode was completely pretty much wiped out by the stuff that was good about this episode. So uh, I'm going to go with um, eight and a half out of ten shocking suicides with flotation devices. <laughs> <laughs> So when I, when we were originally set to record and I realized that I wasn't able to make it, I sent in a quick little email to be read and I'm just going to go with what I wrote in that. And I said, it was a very Logan centric. So I was a happy fangirl with an awesome mix of Weevil and a dash of non annoying Duncan add in a huge dollop of Wallace comic gold. And you have what is my favorite episode so far. I give it 10 out of 10 tarp-covered hideouts. Woohoo! Wow. I, I, I can't think if I've even given it. Is anybody keeping track? If not, somebody needs to go back and make a uh, spreadsheet. What are, we, what are we rating? Is anybody I know that, giving it 10 out of 10? No, I think that Heidi has. Heidi and a guest have, but yeah. we haven't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm holding out. Because my 10 out of 10 was Eccles Family Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't think that I have. I don't think so. Well. Okay, so this episode holds a special place in my heart because it is the very first episode of Veronica Mars that I ever saw. Hmm. So the way that I watched the show, I saw this episode, and then I saw whatever random episodes before this that they played in reruns during the actual airing. I did not see some of the episodes previous to this one until I got the DVDs. So my watching was very out of order and disjointed, but the, um, the previously on Veronica Mars, they actually helped me quite a bit to, you know, like know, especially the, the stuff that happened in the Lily Kane case before this episode. Yeah, because you obviously missed like some serious episode i mean yes. not serious but some like serious information yes like, i definitely before. missed things about logan um, well and all the flashbacks you missed all yeah, the flashbacks yeah, a lot of those come up in the previously ons especially like i swear at the beginning of every single one there's lily saying i have a secret a good one <laughs> mm-hmm. so so yeah i think i got more information about the lily stuff than about other characters i just kind of had to fill in the blanks which veronica does too because she does have a lot of exposition in her mind so so that does help um so yeah i really enjoy this episode and i loved um i love the veronica and wallace in here and this episode was actually a really good one to start on because you did get most of the characters and you got a lot of their emotions surrounding Lily's death. So I give this episode eight and a half out of 10 bugged staplers. So now is that bugged stapler going to be there for the rest of the season? <laughs> Ooh, I hope so. I mean, you know, it's not like if she could just leave it there. <laughs> Nobody would what, ever what happens? Know. What happens if she has to use the stapler? 
I think it works. Uh, yeah, I, I assume it's a functioning state. Well, I mean, because, like, it wouldn't, I mean, I don't know. That would be really uncomfortable. To listen to? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crunch. Like, Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> what is she doing? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jimmy, will you give our contact information? No, I, I figure she's just going to hook it up to a recording device and just scan through it whenever she needs information. She's going to go NSA on, on, on her. Yep. <laughs> there we go. She, because she hates the fact that she's exploiting Lily's death. And, yeah. Which she it, should. Because she killed her. <laughs> Anyways, so our contact information, you can reach us at www.quadruplez.com. You can email us at investigatingmarspodcast at gmail.com. You can send us a tweet at, at investigatemars. And you can join our Facebook group, www.facebook.com slash groups investigating Mars. And our spoiler group is also at www.facebook.com slash groups slash spoilers of Mars. And please leave us iTunes reviews. We like reviews and feedback. Yes, and thank you do. for those people who have already. We appreciate okay. it. Yeah. Yes, we, we especially appreciate all of your feedback. It, uh, it makes, us, makes us feel awesome. And your voicemails. <laughs> Yay, voicemails. Very which, excited. Which we don't actually have a voicemail line, but you are all welcome to record your voicemail and send it to us in our email as an MP3 file. Yes, please. Yeah. Okay, so our next episode is called Lord of the Bling. What's it about? Pawn shop. So pawn shop. Totally pawn shop. Going with, I'm sticking with pawn shop. And I'm not going to steal Yvette's because I thought it was fantastic. So, Yvette, do you remember yours? I do. It has to be about an amateur rap star. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm seconding that awesome thing. Awesomeness. Yeah. yeah um, I... Pawn shop or, or jewelry thief or something like that. How about an amateur rap star that owns a pawn shop? Yeah, I'm a jewelry thief. I like that. But I, yeah. I'm seeing that, that the rap star has to be, like, the whitest, pastiest Eminem wannabe that you vanilla can ice. imagine. I was going to go with Vanilla Ice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, see, I know that Neptune is in a time warp, but I don't think it's that much of a time warp. <laughs> really? Come on, Choker. I'm going to predict that we are going to meet Trina, Logan's sister. Yes, but is she going to be a dog or not? That's the question. <laughs> is she going to be a college student or a kindergarten student? <laughs> I'm going with college. Anybody else? I, I, well, I also had this idea of, like, maybe she's only a half-sister from some previous marriage, and that's why she's talking to yeah. Aaron, because she doesn't really care about Lynn. So maybe she's one of uh, uh, an offspring from um, Aaron Eccles' uh, creepy McCreeperson uh, when he sleeps with all those other other people. No, from like a first marriage, and then he started to get super famous. And yeah, all these Hollywood types always have like multiple marriages. See, and besides, I, I think I, that um, she's older. I have a feeling that she's outside of high school, and maybe past college even maybe i don't know like i have a feeling she's older yeah i was thinking sort of like tom cruise who gets married for 10 years and then dumps them and so he's on what like wife because he's gay 
Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. Allegedly. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy. Well, I'm just protecting us. I'm just protecting us from legal. We don't want Tom Cruise to sue us. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll I have find no out. money. We'll find out what that episode is about next time. Until then, bye. 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 bye.